God is good. And all the time. It's good to be here again. Together serving Christ our King. And worshipping together as one family. For the glory of God. So Father we thank you for your word. Your word is alive. Your word is powerful. Your word instructs us. Your word gives us hope for living. We thank you that your word is true, and we establish ourselves on this truth today. So speak to our hearts. We thank you for the ability to communicate under the influence of the Holy Spirit and to listen with your help today. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. I am really honored to be sharing with God's people again today. And the topic we're looking at is rooted. So maybe we could all say that together, please. Rooted. Rooted. I think you can say it louder than that. Can we do it together? Rooted. Yes. Ask somebody, are you rooted? Are you rooted in Christ? Are you rooted in Christ? Are you rooted in Christ? Okay. The passage we've just heard, Ephesians 3, 14 to 21 I want to draw three main points out of it. Time won't allow us to overlap, but you can preach on this message for for weeks. But I'm going to talk about three things and focus specifically on one of them. The passage tells us that the believer is strengthened by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit strengthens the Christian in their inner being, strengthened by the Spirit. The second point the Apostle Paul makes, is that the believer is made one with Christ. We are one with Christ. Christ in us and we in Christ. And thirdly, he talks about being rooted in the Father's love. And this is part of the Apostle's prayer. He's praying these three things and he elaborates on it in different ways. So strengthened by the Spirit, one with Christ, and rooted in the Father's love. Do you mind if we say it together? Because it's good to participate. So we don't, when we participate, we internalize it. So do you mind if we do that together? One, two, three, go. Strengthened by the Spirit. Number two, one with Christ. And number three, rooted in the Father's love. Okay, so as we read in the passage, Paul is praying for the church. That they will be strengthened in the inner being by the Holy Spirit. That Christ will be at home in the believer's life. And then he goes on to pray that we will be rooted in the Father's love. In order that we will have power to understand what it means to dwell in the Father's love. How deep, how High, how long, and how broad or wide the Father's love is. I want to focus on the third one, but they are all connected, rooted in the Father's love. I like to say that it is a definite prayer, it's a developing process, and it's a divine purpose. The Father desires for all his church that this would be our reality. 
And therefore the apostle is praying it, knowing that God answers prayer, that the believer will be strengthened. As Jesus often taught, am I on? As Jesus often taught, he used a natural reality to explain a spiritual truth. So Jesus would sometimes talk about something natural like seeds. And in this case, the apostle Paul uses the analogy of a tree. So he's describing the Christian as a tree. And he's encouraging the Christian to see themselves as a tree that has roots. So if I was to ask us, what would roots do for a tree? Anybody? Just shout it out to me. Draw nourishment. Anybody else? Help it stand. Makes it grow. Any other? Foundation. Keep it strong. Waters. Okay. You're all correct. It is true. So, using the analogy of a tree, the apostle wants us to grasp what it means should I just use this one? Is it easier? Because of the feedback. I could put this off. I'll just stand still. It's all right. Okay. So, using the tree as the analogy, he's saying to us, picture yourself as a tree. A tree that has roots. Roots that could be shallow or deep. And the good thing is that the tree can develop deeper roots. And we're all a work in progress. And it's a process. So wherever you're at today, there is more. Wherever we're at in our walk with Christ today, we can go deeper. There is more that we can experience in our walk with Christ. So, let me just read a few more, a few verses. Let me just bring out something he says. So, in the ESV, he says, For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. You and I derive our source and our identity from him. And then he prays that according to his riches, the NLT says his glorious and limited resources, According to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened 
through the Holy Spirit in your inner being. So look at the tree. And he's saying the Holy Spirit grants the tree stability. So as a person who is rooted in Christ, the Holy Spirit grants us strength on the inner being. Why? The inner being, the inner person is the real man or the real person. As a result, the Holy Spirit is committed to every Christian to keep us strong, to keep us firm, to keep us unshakable, so that in in the things of life that hit us, we will remain strong. Everybody has a past. And our past has different impacts on different people in different ways. Some people's past from rejection impacts them so much that when they become a Christian, still rejection is something that it takes a while for them to work through. And it becomes the filter, the lens through which a lot of things are viewed. I'll give my own example. I generally wouldn't classify myself as somebody who struggles with rejection. But I remember something that hung over me for a lot of years. When, as a pastor, as a minister of the gospel, I've seen the Lord's grace in many ways. But I know that it is possible to want to prove yourself to be something. And many years ago, there was a minister I had a lot of respect for. And he said some words to me, and I didn't realize the impact of those words. They found themselves somewhere and lodged themselves in my soul. And I noticed, although the person wasn't physically with me, I felt the need to prove a point that I was not a failure. Because this person sowed words into my heart suggesting that I would fail. And for years, I did not even recognize that when the Lord did anything with me, I was almost thinking, I wish this brother was here. I'm proving to you that I have not failed. Am I communicating to anybody in this place? And this was over me for years. I often wanted him to know something good was going on. And when something didn't go well, I didn't want him to know. (laughs) Because it would prove that what he said was true. But this was going on for years. I did not even realize the impact until one day. It's always a one day. The Holy Spirit opened my mind to see it. And I realized, wow, for such a long time, I've been living under this expectation. And I said, Holy Spirit, thank you for revealing it to me. And what the Holy Spirit then did was he revealed the Father's love to me afresh. And that thing broke off me. I asked for prayer. I was prayed for. And that broke off me. 
And can I say, by the grace of God, I am free. Honestly, I am absolutely free. I don't... Let me, let, me, let me rephrase that. I am free from his expectation. There are other areas God is working on. So that you don't get the impression I said something. But I'm free. As a result, when I speak, do any form of ministry, I have no sense of proving anything to anybody. Honestly. I can say honestly before God, your opinion of me today matters, but it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Honestly. Because I have discovered that my roots must be in the Father's love. Amen. I'm talking to somebody this morning. The Holy Spirit is speaking to somebody this morning. You've grown up or you grew up under somebody's influence. It could have been your teacher. could have been a parent. could have been somebody who had influence over you. could have been a minister. Somebody you respected. Somebody who had spiritual influence over you. Whatever. And they might have said some things. Or done some things. As a result, it has impacted you in a way. And there are many here today who would say that I still can see insecurities in my life major insecurities. I came to encourage you today. The power of God's love can set you free. So, when Paul is praying this, he knows the power of the prayer he's praying. That's why he prays it as a definite prayer. And my encouragement to all of us would be, make this prayer your prayer. That Lord, as we pray for the church, Pray for yourself. Pray for others. You pray the Lord. Out of your glorious and limited resources, I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. That Christ, that they will be strengthened in the inner being by your spirit. Number two, he says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. You will be one with Christ. It means that it is possible for the believer To walk in oneness with the Lord Jesus. And it's also possible for us to be rooted and develop deeper roots in his marvelous love. So I see the soil as the love of God. So the roots are in the soil of his love. And every believer is planted in God's soil. Every believer. We've been plucked out of darkness out of a barren soil, and we've been put into a fertile soil. Amen? Amen. Every Christian has their roots in the love of God, but it depends on how deep the roots go. So my question again is, how deep are your roots? Some roots are exposed, exposed to the weather conditions. As a result, the tree becomes vulnerable in times of storms. And sometimes you would find the impact of words. It's almost like they unearth some of our roots. There's somebody I'm speaking to. You've heard some words. Some things have impacted on you. And they've unearthed, they've exposed your roots. And you've become vulnerable. 
And therefore you're uncertain sometimes. And when the storms of life blow, when the things of life come at us, we become vulnerable to being rooted out of the place of God's love. But I came to encourage the church that the Father is committed, the Holy Spirit is committed to us to make this process a reality for all of us. So wherever you're at, you can go deeper. Why not tell two or three people, you can go deeper. Okay. I know you did that because I asked you to. Now I'm going to ask you to do it because you want to. And tell two or three people, you can stand for 10 seconds. Tell two or three people, you can go deeper. You can go deeper. You can go deeper. You can go deeper. He says, I pray that you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth. And to know the love of Christ. To know it. The love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you'll be filled with the fullness of God. So, it's a definite prayer. It's a developing process. If I was to ask you, where are you in your love walk? On a scale of one to ten, where are you? Are you a two? Are you a three? Are you a seven? Are you a nine? Where are you? Where is the level of your security in the Father's love? Jesus made it clear. A man's life is not based on what he or she possesses. It's not based on our schooling, our education, our career. And we draw our sense of security from some of these places. Some of us draw our sense of security from our marriage. We draw our sense of security from our family name. We draw our sense of security from our degrees. But I came to say to you, all those things are temporal and they are shallow. They are sinking sand. There is only one solid ground that does not, that is dependable. That is the love of God. And when we secure ourselves in that love, then when things fail, when things change, we know there's one thing that does not change, is the Father's love. And as we are encouraged by the Spirit, that we, we, it's a process. Don't beat yourself too much. Many of us can look at our lives and we can see how a few years ago, we used to struggle with some things, but today, by the grace of God, we are able. We we are we are further on in our journey. Can anybody relate to what I'm saying? And it's also a divine purpose. And for the the divine the divine purpose is that you and I, having experienced this love that surpasses knowledge, which is a wow. He says that all of us will be filled, will be filled with the fullness of God. 
For me, that is a wow. That the purpose of God is that as our roots go down deep in his love, as a growing process, working on areas of our insecurities, areas of our upbringing that have shaped our mindsets in wrong ways, that as we grow in the in our understanding of the love of God that casts out every fear because perfected love casts out fear. That we would fulfill the divine purpose for our lives to be filled with all the fullness of God. To be filled. Anybody here longs to be filled? It is possible. What did I say? Oh, please speak back to me. (laughs) Say it like you believe it. I said it's what? Possible. If it wasn't possible, he wouldn't be praying it. He's praying something that can become a reality. You only pray what can become a reality. If it's not yet our reality, he says you can pray it. So he prays definitely. And he knows it's a developing process, but he has a divine purpose knowing that all believers can come to the fullness of the measure of Christ. We can be filled with the fullness of God. Imagine what our lives would be like. Wow. Wow. Full. Full of divine life. In the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, full of divine vitality. It is possible. But our roots need to be in the Father's love. Has it come back up? Okay. What's the impact? The impact of this is it establishes our identity. As a Christian leader, one thing I constantly have to watch in my life is where do I draw my identity from? Is it based on a good Sunday? And I would not say a good Sunday is a bad thing. But what if a Sunday doesn't go well? And I know the other, Bellington, I know here everything goes perfect. (laughs) I have heard the rumors that St. Matthews and IIC are on another level. We are playing catch up. But it's okay. But things don't always go to plan. Anybody, am I talking to any real person in this place? (laughs) What about your marriage? Or a friendship? A career situation? Where do we draw our identity from? And for me, like I said, is it in numbers? Is it the size of the church? Simon. What, what is your ID card? 
What does your ID card say? I hope it says, rooted in Christ. Amen? So, the rootedness establishes our identity. We are already in Christ, but the growing, our growth in his Father's love establishes that. And that we know it for ourselves. Number two, it deals with our insecurities. And I might say that many of us have them. In different ways. Am I talking to any real person in this place? What are your insecurities? And as I was meditating, the Holy Spirit said to me, many of us have insecurities because we compare ourselves to somebody else. Is that true? Rooted in the Father's love means you can value what somebody else has. You can celebrate it. And I found over my, over my journey, oh Lord, you can actually be a minister and not be happy that a church is growing. Somebody else's church is growing. Did you know that? I know you, you Christians are not like that. <laughs> but you know you can actually be a Christian and you can pray for God to bless somebody. And when he actually does bless the person, you think, Lord, that's not what I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I was only trying to be godly. I meant you to bless me first. (laughs) What if the Holy Spirit really did something amazing in Ipswich? And it wasn't happening in your local fellowship. Wow. Anyway. It deals with our insecurities. And thirdly, it opens us to above and beyond living. And I finish on this note as my time is up. He says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. A rooted Christian is established in their true identity. A rooted Christian has their insecurities, whether it's from your past, whether it's from your present. I pray that it will not enter into your future as we get rooted more and more, that our insecurities are dealt with. And it opens us to the above and beyond living, which says that it is possible to to live the life of fullness It is possible to grow in my love walk with the Lord. It is possible to walk in a place where Christ is at home in my life. As I close, where are we in our love walk? 
Our measure of insecurity shows the depth of our roots. And so does the measure of our security in Christ. Please bow your heads with me. Please bow your heads with me. Remember, it's a process. And that is the good news.